You uh, wanted to see me, Zach? Corelli, we got a situation here. Oh, what, what's up? Well, I've been giving this a lot of thought, and this web slinger is all over the place. He's not just in movies. He's in cartoons, comics, coloring books. I want to talk about all of it. So what what are you what are you saying exactly? Get me more podcasts of Spider-Man. More? We already released Spider-Man Minute five times a week. You don't think that's enough? There's seven days in a week, Corelli. Where's my Sunday Gazette, my Saturday edition? Uh, Weekend Bugle? Oh, I like that. But what if we called it The Weekend Bugle? Yeah, The Weekend Bugle, sure. Oh, and another thing. How do we start monetizing this stuff? I want a quarter every time somebody listens. Well, why don't we put The Weekend Bugle on Patreon? Patreon? Yeah, our listeners can go to duelinggenre.com slash support, become a patron for $5 a month, and gain access to The Weekend Bugle and all the other bonus podcasts we put on Patreon. Fantastic idea, Corelli. Glad I thought of it. They don't want us to be famous. Patreon will make us infamous. Dueling Genre Welcome back to Spider-Man Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze, celebrate, and obsess over Spider-Man 2, <laughs> one little chore at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Zach Luna. And having basically set up permanent residence in the studio at this point, I'm Alan Strickland. <laughs> Welcome back, Alan. <laughs> I mean, I Today haven't left. <laughs> Today we're talking about Minute 75, which starts with uh, the fusion machine getting turned on and ends with Harry investigating a sound on his balcony. Which is totally yeah. Godzilla. I mean, mm-hmm. I I haven't seen the next minute, but I'm positive it's Godzilla. <laughs> See, it's the only way this could go down, I think. So, I mean, yeah. I guess it could be <laughs> Fing Fang Foom, but I'm pretty the, sure it's sure. Godzilla. The one little chore ADR is uh, really distracting. Um, it, <laughs> it's, it's very odd. Yeah. He turns around and I, I don't think it's even close to uh, him actually mouthing any of these words. I don't it's, think he's mouthing but, anything. I think he just turns yeah, he just around turns. and looks around ominously and that's it. Which, I mean, I guess that makes sense on like a home video release or something. But could you imagine being like in the theater we would be able to see his face, right? Like, yeah. That's so... <laughs> I like, is it supposed to be an internal monologue? Maybe. Okay. Maybe it's just the booming internal version. It's of the voices voice in his head. Yeah. Oh, it's the tentacles. Yeah. It's the tentacles. It's the tentacles saying this. Yeah. That's... The tentacles made me do it. I don't know. I like... Okay, so in the... When he's finishing up his uh, construction of this thing... I do like this little moment in the um, the animation where, like, the, the lower left tentacle kind of whips around and grabs the base to, like, steady him after the, the load is released. It's like, 
Like he would have fallen too far forward or something if he hadn't, because he was exerting all that energy. And then it like crashes the, the next move. Yeah, yeah, it's like a little, just this little detail of oh, gotta steady yourself and then go. Um, where it's like the, the animators matching whatever, whatever gesture that Molina chooses to do with his body in this. Mm-hmm. Well, he's basically miming these things that they come up with a, a justification for. It's kind of fun. Here's here's my question. Um, yeah, how. How long did we? Uh, how long did we decide it, it, it has been since the beginning? Like since the accident? How long has this? How long has it been? A month? Oh right, the raindrops. Yeah, I think the raindrops montage is the biggest part where there can be some sort of expansion or compression of time. And I think right. we said it's probably been about a month. Okay, um, so yeah. about a month. So then my question to you guys is, mm. what do you think, Doc Ox? body odor situation is <laughs> oh there there's some funk there there yeah, is some yeah. tentacle funk uh Ooh. there's harness funk you just gotta accept it uh, i don't yeah. i don't think the pier has a shower um no well, no yeah I mean, there, can, can he dunk himself in the water can he get it's salt water i mean that's not gonna uh, help a lot yeah yeah i don't know it's the, the does he have to like have. wrap the tentacles like a cast <laughs> put it in like a bunch of plastic bags right yeah <laughs> bunch of garbage bags very slowly lower and puncture down. several yeah, ziploc I... bags and just tapes them together <laughs> it's it's the same question i have between like his lab accent i mean not lab accent the uh surgeon death montage not montage whatever i don't say montage so much oh god it's the same question I have about the difference between his like surgeon death, you know, massacre, and then how suave he looks at the bank robber- robbery. Like, mm. it's not just that he had to. What did we decide on? Uh, mom, mug a jazz musician or something to steal his trench coat. Right. And it's that he got himself all quaffed up. Like his his hair was all nice and clean and fresh and everything. He has some system somewhere <laughs> that he figured out in the interim between leaving the hospital and robbing the bank. And maybe he just periodically does that every once in a while to combat the fun. I love the idea of Doc Ock with these arms he can't take off, sneaking into a YMCA to take a shower. (laughs) (laughs) And just like, because he just stands in the shower and just like sings opera to himself while like the arms (laughs) hold all the doors to the locker room shut. (laughs) <laughs> except for like flo who's there to like uh, operate the nozzles on the um shower handle right and stuff. right yeah, yeah yeah to avoid snakes in and out to avoid the spray he like um, holds out a hand and she puts like a loofah in it yeah, <laughs> yeah. uh lightning strikes over yes. the osborne mansion yes uh this is some good sam raimi nonsense the spinning crane shot as we look at the newspaper clippings well even (laughs) even the jump cuts before that with the lightning time with the lightning is uh that's some good stuff one two three where it kind of rotates like they uh uh, they dutch the camera a little bit more on each one uh it just makes me laugh like (laughs) um i uh okay so so we have this spinning crane shot which is Uh just great um yes i love more than anything else like there's a lot of good stuff on his desk but yeah (laughs) my favorite thing is the photo of spider-man seemingly jumping a fence Uh, (laughs) i don't know who took it i don't know why he has it but i love it peter took it come on man come on now not all of them. He couldn't have taken all of them. Uh, yeah. My 
this is sort of an extra textural one that like a uh, textual that's hard to say quickly um one that kind of st- like sticks in my brain a bit is i remember when spider-man 2 came out there was like a branded spider-man cereal that was out you know they do these like yeah. they did one for batman for superman they do them for the avengers one where it's like for a limited time on the shelves it's a ripoff of lucky charms or whatever with weird shaped um you know this is a spider tracer or whatever so the cereal that came out for spider-man 2 had a promo image of spidey on it where he was like leaping through the air lifting his arms up and he had like strong red light on one side of his face and strong blue light on the other side of his face and it was very much a like computer generated not realistic looking image of spidey but i looked at it when i was eating that cereal i was like that's a cool photo and then it was included in the like guidebook on playing the tie-in movie game so i've seen this image a lot and watching this clip this time i noticed that the last thing that uh harry puts down on the desk that like file with two things on it the picture of spidey on the right hand is a crop in of that of the cereal photo from the cereal (laughs) box but just made black and white and it's if you look at it you can tell how much less realistic it looks than the other photos of spidey yeah because it's just like awkward reflections and stuff i think i found this are we talking like the knockoff honeycomb that was blue and red yes yes that's it yeah that was actually the first (laughs) spider-man whoa so this is recycled imagery from the first spider-man uh not from the promo run of the second one okay yeah i mean i'll I'll say like overall especially especially on the first film the promo Mm -hmm. images for the movie's marketing was not the best quality um (laughs) they they weren't they they didn't even try to make it look realistic at all no no um it's just so it's a comic book movie whatever yeah who cares yeah Uh, we're uh we're a far ways removed from that today walk now the whole thing being now just like oh yeah we're just gonna do like 4k resolution production shots from the movie where yeah. it, they just kind of di- put stuff together and ran with it back then. Just faces. Just put faces on things now. Um, yeah, I don't know. But, like, now when I watch this thing, all I can think of is the cereal box at that point. Like, he <laughs> like he scanned the cereal box and, like, clipped that out or something. <laughs> do, do we think a Spiderberry cereal was uh, a thing in the universe of the movie? You... Uh, you know, probably not, I guess. But uh, maybe. Maybe some... Maybe somebody was trying to cash in on, you know, there's a lot of fans of Spidey, like a bootleg, <laughs> bootleg Spiderberry cereal, not affiliated with the official Spider-Man brand. <laughs> Harry's just like, my, my father's murderer has a cereal. <laughs> I feel like someone cashing in on Spider-Man, but it not being Peter would be the most Spider-Man thing ever. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. definitely happened in the comics for sure. Like people selling t-shirts for sure has been a thing. He's like, well, I get a cut of that. Yeah. Um I, I love that he is uh, throwing new stuff on there bit by bit. Like, his crazy <laughs> collage isn't complete. I've got, oop, look, got it. Mm, he's in the newspaper again today. Mm, got got to put that on the crazy collage. Yeah, uh, like he's, uh, <laughs> this is his last, like, ritual of the days to add a couple more things to the stack. <laughs> yeah. He actually hasn't started making his crazy collage yet. He's just collecting items to put there in the crazy collage. Yeah. Yeah. You'll get the yarn and the thumbtacks later. He's just got a room. It's full of nothing but copies of the bugle. (laughs) 
Yes. <laughs> and like with gap pages missing or like things cut out from it. It's, it's pile he make, high. He makes soon. a ho- he's made a homemade Spider-Man suit, which he kind of puts on and dances in front of the mirror when he thinks nobody's looking. But the creepy yeah. butler is always watching. So, oh, well, before we get to uh, before we get to Bernard, um, yeah, I want to I wanna <laughs> mention the uh, Maker's Mark bottle. Um, oh, yes. Which product placement. Uh, yeah, I, it's so fascinating to me that they got, like, alcohol product placement in a superhero movie. Like, that's so <laughs> interesting to me. Um, but I, I think my favorite, the most obvious bit of it being product placement uh, is, like, well, I mean, one, very out of character for him to be drinking Maker's Mark. Because Maker's Mark yeah. is, like... I mean, not that great. <laughs> I mean, it's it's fine. Like it's it's yeah, yeah. totally fine, but it's like it's well bourbon. Like it's not. Yeah, nobody as rich as Harry Osborne is drinking Maker's Mark. No, like, no, what? no. That's <laughs> far from high end bourbon. It's it's <laughs> fine. Um, it's the bourbon that they put in mixed drinks. I mean, it's yeah, it's yeah. just fine. But then <laughs> it's it is hilarious to me that they, he has a glass of Maker's Mark that he's drinking, but the Maker's Mark bottle isn't open. Maker's Mark, <laughs> Maker's Mark puts of the wax. Yeah, because yeah. the wax, the wax covers the top. That wouldn't be possible if it was open. Um, you know how else you can tell it's open? It's not open. Is that he put it like flat on the table instead yeah. of just like set it down, just so we could see the label, of course. Right. Uh, but it's just like so awkward in at least three ways. I bet that's yeah. there. <laughs> Anyway, I do appreciate that he likes bourbon, but like better bourbon, Harry. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. I, I also, uh, his cufflinks have, they're like the same material as his shirt. Oh, what? Oh. It's, uh, yeah, that's weird. Wait, that's, I just saw that as he's drinking. It yeah. It comes up in a frame. What? Mm. It's like yeah, he just sewed buttons mm. on. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean it looks like it looks like the buttons that are on like a on like a couch, you know? Yes, yeah, where they're the button is upholstered with the same fabric as the couch surface. Right. But yeah. it's <laughs> it's a cufflink. Uh that's weird. Is that uh, maybe like a what's fancy also weird is that the pattern on the collar doesn't match the pattern on the sleeve really. Um well, yeah, but like there's some some like shirts that have detachable collars so like you can see the the main body of the shirt like where his tie is is the same pattern as the cuff but then the collar is different because you can have separate collars which is dumb but it's a thing like mm. you know fancy shirts that have like the one white collar even though the rest of it's different a different color i but know what you're talking making about any sense okay cool yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> you just don't see people mix patterns very often with that approach um yeah Harry Osborne, a man of, uh, you know, questionable style, conf- questionable style and confusion. He's, um, he's going through a rough patch. Yeah. It's a ratty suit, too. Uh, yeah. I, he's worn this suit a few too many times, I think. Um, yeah, that's yeah. not on the ties, a little clean. bulbous. Do you think it's is this the suit he had at Otto's uh, experiment? Yeah, no, is it, it definitely same? is because it's the it's yeah. the 10th doctor suit that we talked. Yes. About, yeah. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably yeah, it got all dusty and dirtied up in the explosion, and then didn't he didn't attend to it because he's like, ah, Spider Man, <laughs> right? Yeah. Can can we talk about Bernard? Can we talk about yeah? Him? yeah. We Bernard. can talk about Bernard. How creepy is he in this scene? Very. Um. <laughs> so Houseman again, John Paxton, Bernard Houseman. Um. 
right uh, bill paxton's dad uh he's coming off a little more ancient and confused here like he seemed <laughs> kind of on the ball in the first movie and this is just really bizarre this the 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 art like the st- the way he stands, the way he delivers these lines, and the lines themselves just like unnerve me to to no end. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your father only was obsessed over his work. Thank you, Bernard. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh. Yeah, I don't know. It's just weird because, like, I I remember last season, uh, we had so much like praise for, you know, Paxton you know, going for his scenes and like being a real deal actor, like late in life. Like he didn't do this before. Um, you know, he was like, he worked on a ranch or something. And then like late into retirement, he was like, I'm too bored. I want to do more things. Bill, I think I'm become an actor. And Bill's like, okay. And then he actually went out and auditioned for things and got them like the role of houseman. So it's weird to see him not really engaged. Cause the, Paxton's just acting because it's fun. So it's not like this was a lifelong pursuit of his. He's like, oh, I want something to do with my time. He's just so detached here that it, it either feels like a something Sam told him to do or he's like beyond, too far gone. I don't know what this is. I don't know why this is here. It just clicked I... in my head why this is weird. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. the reason it's weird is because this should be preceded by, is there anything I can get you or something? But he mm. just walk. He just walks like it would make sense. Is I'm about to leave, Mister Osborne. Is there anything I can get you? And then and maybe like, no, he says, "Get out of here." But he just yeah. walks in. He just walks in to provide this commentary. It's like, yeah, I I should see if Mister Mister Osborne needs anything. Walks in. He's obsessing about Spider Man. I can give some relevant commentary here. Your father only obsessed yeah. about his work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like he's not even trying to do his job. A butler thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's weird. I don't know. What do you think, Scott? I, like Yeah, I mean it's 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 weird. I mean it's it's <laughs> I mean it's room level weird. Um <laughs> <laughs> Like well, it it just room. it just is. Let, let's not yeah, confuse those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The room level weird. Um See, that's a weirder sentence. That's why I didn't say it that way. Yeah, I know. Um, See, now we've discovered. Uh, <laughs> it's just... Uh, it's... It's... Uh, yeah, no, it doesn't... It doesn't work at all. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. And they rely on him way too much in the third one, but... Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, it's it's a, it's off-putting... Like, what does he say when he first walks in? Uh, like, the something about the it being the end of the night? Here, I can rewind it. Oh, okay. So he's saying I'm he's leaving. leaving for the night. Oh, yeah. I'm leaving, leaving for, for the, the night. night. Yeah, but okay, not like so he, he does that normal thing. But he he doesn't do his job though and ask if there's anything more he can do before he leaves, which is the weird thing. Right, but it's not that... even like a, that normal of a sentence. It's not. It's just I'm leaving. Like yeah, I'm not. I'm here. I'm leaving. Here's the thing. The the cadence is weird and like the I don't. I, I, don't I also kind of just assumed he lived there. Like, mm. don't most yeah. really fancy places like this have live-in butlers, and that's the whole point? Like, you go to butler yeah. school so you can be a live-in butler and live in a fancy house, and maybe you don't get to have a life of your own, but you know. <laughs> I butle, sir. Yeah, yeah. But, so he's, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. What? Who is Houseman? I don't know. What is he? What is he? 
do with his time? Why, why is he focused on so prominently here and later? Why? <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm just having an existential meltdown about it. It's fine. Um, it's just such a weird touch. Mm-hmm. But I, what it reminds me of is the much better scene from Winter Soldier, where like the uh, the cleaning lady is leaving before she gets shot in the face. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Where it's it's like a tragic beat that like it's it's a way to reveal the villainy of uh, um, I mean spoilers for Winter Soldier, I guess. Um, I don't know that guy's name. General so and so. Robert Which Redford. Robert uh, Redford. General Sorry, Robert so it's like Redford. There's General Robert Redford. So there's like you can have these weird interactions with like, you know, oh the the butler is leaving or whatnot if it illuminates something about the other character. And like the the housekeeper in that movie Alexander her, him Pierce. being friends with her. Yeah, him being friends with her. Yeah, Pierce, that's his name, yeah. Pierce being friends with her and like liking her a lot and then her coming back in and be like, oh, I wish you hadn't done that, Lorna, and then just killing her is the villain reveal so that now you have that hanging over the rest of the film. Here, we already can see that he's obsessed. We already can see that <laughs> Harry's being weird. And it's just a... Because the movie showed us. <laughs> yeah, the movie showed us. So now we have Houseman just like wandering in and wandering back out of the film like he's... It's- I, I hate to say this, turn. but it's it's got to be it's got to be a favor thing. It's just got to be mm, like maybe. they didn't have yeah. anything for him to do. And he was bummed out about it because he's, you know, because Sam's friends with Bill Paxton because wasn't wasn't yeah. um, Paxton was in, was uh, in simple, a simple plan. Simple plan. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. So, yeah, I imagine Bill was like, hey, so uh, my dad's wondering when you're going to call him to be in the Spider-Man movie. And he's like, oh, I don't we don't have anything. He's like, well, well there is this one scene where. That does take place at Harry's, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, where he hears a noise and goes outside. Maybe we can have him come in and say something. He's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Just like something to make him happy. <laughs> That's what this feels like to me, honestly. Because yeah. yeah, you're right. It adds absolutely nothing. It's just really awkward. Yeah, I think that's that's the most likely uh, explanation right there. Which, I mean, I get it. Like, yeah. People try. People do their best to just be nice to each other in ideal worlds. So if yeah. we get awkward scenes out of it, sometimes maybe well. maybe we don't need that in a multi-million dollar superhero movie. Yeah, maybe but. there's there's different ways to be like kind to your buddy. Uh, yeah. Maybe different situations. Yeah, like uh, time and place, Sam. Time and place. Yeah. Uh, and then we have the Godzilla tease, I guess. Uh, just yeah. like noises. Right here, something Harry outside. Hears and he goes out. That, that shot also, of the lightning and him looking up at the window, is that's a good shot. Oh, I like that. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. really good. Uh, worry. Yeah. Can we talk about how weirdly disproportionate the noise and that the noise, the Godzilla noises are to what's actually causing them? Because it's like the whole yeah. city is shaking. Totally. Yeah. I mean, it's... What type of, like, physics-bending things are we, like, fine to absorb as we're watching a film versus do what ones take us out of it and i think they almost get away with this stuff because it's a mystery reveal like right it makes no sense that it would be this loud just each of those things hitting you know stomping along up up a building or whatever right but because we're like what's gonna happen we're gonna look at franco's confused face here for a while then we'll forget about it as soon as it happens i guess because there's 
<laughs> next week when we drink more makers mark we'll have other things to focus on so uh <laughs> it, it just doesn't even register i don't know yeah he uh he looks like a real sad sack walking out on that balcony <laughs> like a uh, like an old film noir protagonist or something like uh <laughs> what's his name mitchum robert mitchum there's just sort of this sort of like lopey like walk he's got going like oh, yeah man. yeah and yeah, the untightened tie and yeah yeah <laughs> i see what you're seeing yeah everything's going so poorly what could be out here um that boy band hair is just insane it's nuts yeah there's a lot of it there yeah. is a ton of hair on on the, i mean he's, he's pulling it off because you know uh, james franco in 2004 he was a good looking guy like fair but um it's such a departure from <laughs> last year's uh, last year's Harry Osborne, right? And, and like, and it's still pretty. I mean, I guess he's supposed to look a little disheveled, but it's his hair is still so glamorous that it almost does. It almost feels incongruous. Like, yeah, I mean, he, he's almost rocking his own cemetery hair here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, he is but going he can outside. Better. Yeah, he's going outside. Yeah, so he's got to control it. And I think he can afford better, like pomade or whatever, than uh, than Peter, because it doesn't seem as helmety or gel like. It's just kind of, you know, quaffed, quaffed. Yeah, the, he's quaffed got that permanently windswept look. That uh. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he's just <laughs> like he's a freeze frame of a romantic uh, novel cover or something. Like the. Uh, the winds in my hair always. <laughs> I've got this fro- freeze framed on just like the best shot ever, where mm. the acting face that Franco chose to make is less I'm acting and more like someone pressed the pause button on my brain. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that might be a, a valid choice if you're if you're Harry Osborne. But... <laughs> he is very much a dummy in the books. <laughs> yeah uh maker's mark the pause button for your brain uh <laughs> please don't, don't sue know. us <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't i i think they would embrace that honestly they'd be like oh yeah yeah don't don't let the, the worries get to you yeah sit down and drink some make maker's mark press pause uh yeah we shouldn't give these away for free on the podcast you guys there's got to be it and that's about all I have. Yeah, you know, why I like uh, I, mean, I like that on. balcony. I think this is the same uh, room. This is like the room where it happens. Like this is where Norman was talking to himself. Um, oh yeah, the goblin. Like I think this is the same room. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's kind of fun. What a, what a week! Yeah, no, it's a, it was a good week. <laughs> Not a lot happened. <laughs> Not a lot happened, but we sure said a lot of stuff, and that's what counts here in the podcast world. Um, <laughs> thanks for hanging out with us uh, yeah um one more time alan tell people where they can find you well uh there's a lot of places you can find me uh obviously from the voice you can find me in the american south uh <laughs> now if we're talking more specifically online that's a little different yes. uh first and foremost you can find me on twitter.com as uh, at a strickland five uh where you'll see my occasional uh ramblings about baseball football superhero movies and me arguing with people over the fact that the last jedi is a masterpiece and if you are uh, saying mean thanks to the director you're a awful person and should stop uh on brand yeah uh it's yes uh you can also find me at ludenbus.net uh that's a website that i'm an editor not the editor that would be our good friend shannon hubble but i'm an editor on that site 
and I also contribute, and uh, you can also find us on our podcasts, uh, which you can find on SoundCloud under the bus stops here, where we have a bunch of different options available to you, Adaptation Station, um, my personal brand within it, uh, which I do with Kevin Kuhlman, uh, is my favorite movie. We got Zach to guest on that for an episode about The Princess Bride, which came out right. wonderfully. It's my favorite oh, podcast thanks. we've recorded. Uh, oh, thanks, man. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, and you can also find our work at Luton Bus. I think uh, since you're listening to a Spider-Man podcast, unless you're... Uh, Unless your draw is just minute-by-minute discussion of movies, if you are in it for the Spider-Man of it all, uh, you can also check out our series, There Was an Idea, where we dive into the Marvel Cinematic Universe to discuss each and every movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe in as many varying ways as we possibly can. We just wrapped that up with uh, our coverage of Avengers Infinity War, and uh, we're really proud of what we did, and... uh, uh, we nearly broke the website and ended up having to upgrade our uh, hosting plan <laughs> because uh, it turned out to be a success. So please go check it out. We'd love to have that issue again. Awesome. Yeah, those are good problems to have. Um, Absolutely. Thanks again for being on the podcast all week, man. It was been, it's been fun. Yeah, you know, uh, it was hard to carve out a whole week worth of time. You know, I had to let some uh, serious responsibilities go to make this work, but uh, priorities. <laughs> So it goes, yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. We appreciate it. Uh, and uh, we would also appreciate you all listening uh, to become uh, Patreon supporters. You can go to duelinggenre.com slash support, and uh, you can check out our Patreon page there. That's where Zach and I do the Weekend Bugle podcast where we talk about uh, you know off-topic off Spider-Man stuff and Spider-Man-related things, uh, geek culture news, that sort of thing. But then we also have uh, all of our summer movie reviews with our du- Dueling Genre staff. So we have um, hosts from all of the podcasts sort of coming together to talk about the various movies that are being released this summer. Uh, those are all coming out. So if that's something that you want to hear, uh, that sort of content, uh, go check out our Patreon page at duelinggenre.com support. And we will see you on Monday. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.